All right, welcome everybody to agentpursuit.com and our Agent Pursuit Business Mastery Series here as part of our CR Live series. We're here today with Mike Starr, and Mike has done such a phenomenal job of building a business based off of referrals, and um, I mean, you've been successful for, for many, many years, and we wanted to bring Mike on to uh, share his knowledge with us and also share how he's become a top producer so consistently. So, uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if I'm all that you say, but uh, I do my best every day, put my best foot forward. So. Big, we're having a bronze mold of me of you, a <laughs> bust in the office. We'll be <laughs> Scare people away, hey? That's right. <laughs> well, we like you. <laughs> thank your you. Your wife likes you. <laughs> she does sometimes. <laughs> so the Most of the time. The three most important people in your life love you, so that's all that matters. That's so true. let's start off with... Uh, your journey, so Lindsay mentioned you've been doing this for a while. I have, yeah. A um, little yeah. bit about yourself, journey into real estate. Yeah, how'd you get up to this point now? Well, um, it's funny actually, I always wanted to be a realtor. Really? Even when I was a kid, yeah. There was a, there was a trigger for me when I was a kid, and that's, that's a story for another day because it's a long story, but basically ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a realtor. So when I first um, kind of got out of high school, I went right away to go into real estate school was, was my journey. That's what I wanted to do. This is my, so refreshing. Most of the videos that we do, people are like, I never wanted to be a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a realtor. Ran out of money. Ended up <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is why, why Mike is. <laughs> so actually, my, my aunt, she knew an owner of Sutton Group at the time. And I went and interviewed with him. And I was 18 at the time. And he basically oh, told no. me, yeah, if you want to be a realtor, you can come in under my wing. I'll teach you everything I know. And, you know, you can become a realtor. But I don't suggest you do that. You're 18 years old, you don't, you've never owned a home, let alone help someone buy one. So, you know, that trust level is probably not going to be there. So his advice was to go out and get some life experience and come back if I still wanted to do it later in life, which I took that advice, actually. So I, I, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I didn't actually go right into real estate, uh, but I did when I, I think I was about 24 when I went back in um, after I had a little bit of experience of my own. So, so that's yeah. still pretty young at 24. Yeah, yeah, I was still pretty young, um, but I had already uh, purchased and sold my own properties, actually. I had a CIR agent that helped me do that. Fantastic. Um, she's still a CIR today, yeah. And uh, yeah, when I first got out of the gates, I interviewed a bunch of brokerages and I went, uh, went to the CIR. That's where I started my career, actually, in 2004 was with CIR, which you guys know. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So, so today, and we're going to talk about this in more depth, but today, your primary sources of business come from come from where? Well, it's, it's a mix, honestly. Uh, primary source of business, uh, of course, are repeat and referral because I've built a database over uh, a long period of time and clients tend to come back and, and use me if they're happy with my services and, and refer me to others. Um, but I also get quite a bit off of internet. I do, I do a lot of internet lead generation, nice. so that's a big factor. And also working with other realtors. Oh, what, explain that one a little bit more, working with other realtors. Well, I work with a few uh, realtors. There's, there's a group of us that kind of work closely together, and, uh, and we share leads and generate stuff together. So uh, nice. we're Great. doing different kind of platforms, like uh, a few of the guys really like to door knock, so they go out and do that and get lead generation that way, and then you know, I'll work on follow-up and stuff like that through that aspect, right? Nice. So we do things differently. I like the, the online lead generation, so I'll share those leads with them and vice versa, yeah. So in, in terms of mm -hmm. um, nurturing on the repeat referral side, um, I know that's one thing that um, you've been successful at. Um, did, you, did you always focus on that or did you decide to make that a priority? Was that a conscious choice? 
to, to work with some repeat referral or to nurture your database more and more? Yeah, I mean, starting out, you can't really do that because you don't have much of a database to begin with. Yes. Um, so it's more, you're, you're more doing prospecting every day, trying to grow your database and grow your business. Um, but yeah, definitely there was, there was a point in time, a point in my career, and I, I can't pinpoint exactly when that was where you started to focus more on the people you do do business with. Um, because you get more and more of it, more repeat, more referral business, right? I, I'd say like as a new agent, you probably don't start seeing that turnaround until maybe year five or more. Yeah. At least in my case, that's what I found. Um, because people don't typically move every year. They're moving every right. five to seven, right? Totally. So to get a repeat client, that's usually what's happening, right? Now, I, I just feel like we should off script already. Uh, quick question. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, so you said that you had to, you know, 2004, you started up. You got no business. What worked? What did you, you know start what? doing to get mm. your business going? You know, I'll tell you, 2004 was tough. You know, I went in with expectations that I was going to do all kinds of things and I was going to build this great business, and it was hard. You've um, been dreaming about it since you were eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. That's, <laughs> that's actually true. I didn't, I didn't draw this up in my mind like this. So. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I honestly thought that my family and my friends would all use me as a realtor, because I'm a realtor, and they all knew I was a realtor, but yeah. I found that that was the toughest form of business to get, because the fact that they did know me, they knew I was new, inexperienced, green, that kind of thing, so they didn't want to use me. Interesting. So, you know, my aunts and uncles were selling houses with other realtors, and I was, like, defeated. <laughs> I, had, I had the exact same experience. <laughs> I told even when I started a team up, I told people, your friends and family might end up being your biggest disappointment sometimes. So often they, read, they would refer me to somebody, because they're like, oh, well, you know, you go cut your teeth on somebody else. But they were reluctant because I was yeah, still new. It's true. And, you know, the funny thing is, is it turns around after a certain amount of time. After you've been a realtor and you've shown that you continue to be a full-time producing realtor, they start to trust you. And rightfully so. And then that's when you start to see that turn around. Your friends and family start using you more and more. Um, and, and that's a really big pivoting point in a, in a real estate career, I think. Uh, because you really do need that sphere of influence to help you grow. Absolutely. So the beginning, the first deals were people you didn't know and you just had to fight for somebody to trust you to give you a deal. It was not from your sphere of influence. No, you know, actually, I, I had a mentor at CIR uh, when I first started. Um, so the first six months or so, I kind of was trying to do things on my own. It wasn't working very well. And then CIR had a real estate trainer at the time named Len Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. And he was like a FISBO king. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So, he, he basically just said every single time we'd meet up is that you just need to start banging on doors and start talking to people and start, you know, promoting yourself. And that's what I started doing. I just started following his advice and uh, I started my career uh, going after for sale by owners and talking to them and seeing how I could help them. And that's all it was, was just getting in front of them and, and explaining what I could do differently. And uh, it was hard and it was a lot of work and it was time consuming. Yeah. But, and did you, did you convert some of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My first listing, actually, I still have uh, at home on my home office. I have it framed. I have the uh, for sale by owner uh, feature sheet. And oh. right on it, it said no agents. And it was highlighted. Really? Yeah. And you converted into a listing? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> you still yeah. have that in your I, office. I do. Yeah. It's one of the things that, that reminds me every day when I'm working that when things get hard, I look at that and remember how hard it really was to start, yeah. you know? And it really, truly is. So anyone that's going through it now, I mean, just stick with it and persevere because that's what it takes. It takes, you know, a lot of dedication in this business to get ramped up and get going and get good at things because there's a lot to learn. Yeah. 
And some uncomfortable activities, like those obviously aren't comfortable phone calls to make. Yeah, you know, the, the, the one thing that Len always told me actually was, don't worry about everything else for now. Just get good at this. Because if you get good at this, everything else will become easy. Yes. And that always stuck with me, and it was true. Uh, it was one of the hardest things to do, but once you got good at doing it, everything else was really easy. Yeah, if you're uh, willing to do the things that people aren't willing to do. Absolutely. And you can do that, where you're picking up the phone, making basically cold calls. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, the rest is there, there isn't too much more in the business that's much scarier than that. So. You know, some of my biggest clients today, the best referral clients, they came from cold calling and door knocking early in my career. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. So yeah. Do, you ever, do you ever do that now, still today? Yeah, I mean, like with, with the people we, I work with, right? Um, uh, Earl King, Dick Brown, Graham Canelli, we all kind of work together. Oh, those yeah. are group. good names. Yeah. That's a good yeah. group of names. And, and we, we, do, we do things together and we kind of, you know, we, we work off of one another, right? And we do the things we like and, uh, you know, kind of use our skill sets that way to, you know, really help each other. Yeah, well, Graham built a um, built a hell of a business before real estate doing door knocking. He and, did, yeah, and yeah, he did. Some yeah, experience on that side and yeah, different yeah. things. Yeah, oh, that's that's super interesting. Yeah. Can I ask one more question? Go, keep going. And then, and then, then, we're, then we're gonna go back to the script. When you were doing those calls, and this is a question. So realtors have been have been really into scripts lately. Nobody's into role playing, but they're really into scripts. Were there certain? <laughs> How else do you learn the scripts? I, they, it's true. They, yeah. It's true. It's true. Were there certain guides or scripts or resources that you followed or that you would recommend for somebody being like, yes, I want a door knock or yes, I want a cold call. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, scripting is good, but you got to be able to think quick on your feet as well and be responsive to questions and stuff. You can't just script everything. Yeah. And if you are going to script, you should know your scripts inside and out. It should be canned. It should be something that you can draw from the back of your mind and say very quickly and understand what you're saying. Uh, I find people try and rely on a script and hold a piece of paper when they're talking on the phone. Or, Sounds robotic. Uh, yeah, too robotic. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be real with people. Like, people can see through a script pretty quickly. Um, you know, they don't want to feel like you're, you're soliciting them, right? They want to feel like you're there to help them and you're, you're so there to be in their corner. Those were your phone calls, just very genuine, picked up the phone. You weren't following anything. It was just... Yeah, like when I started my career, I was definitely scripting, right? But I would do my own scripts typically. Okay. You know, I'd kind of write down the things that I'd say. I used to do point form, like kind of like what I wanted to get across. I wouldn't necessarily have like, like sentences or specific questions that I'd ask. Right. I'd have point form and I'd have it in front of me and making sure that I was hitting those points. And I found that worked really well for me. But what works well for me might not work well for somebody else, right? So you got to do what's within your comfort zone and what you're comfortable doing, right? So, um, so changing the conversation a bit here and going back to where um, you said that once your database starts trusting you, once you've been in the business mm -hmm. for a few years, um, now people, you have an opportunity to bring people back. We know that the plague in real estate is keeping in touch with your database, as in people just don't do it. We ask a room of realtors, you know, um, how many of you believe you could keep in touch with your real estate or your database better? Universally, 90% of the room puts up their hand. Up. Um, what kind of things do you do to touch base with your clients and your database? Well, I mean, you can do some of the things that are touching everybody. You know, um, that sounded really bad, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> In the most appropriate professional <laughs> way, of course, yes. Um, but like a newsletter, right? Yes. That's probably number one. If yep. you have a really good newsletter. And, and you do. You I have, do, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I send a newsletter monthly to all of my clients, right? And the thing is, though, email. Uh, 
thank you. Sorry, yes, it's via email. Via email, okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely via email. Um, I mean, you can do newsletters too in the mail, do yep. physical letters as well. The one thing that I find with that is that a lot of people get wrong, in my opinion, is they're not sending relevant information, right? I couldn't agree more. You know, the worst thing you can do, it's almost worse to send them your three bean salad recipe for summer than it is to do nothing at all. Because it, it, it's horrible when you're sending these kind of marketing pieces is what they are. People see through that and you're not helping them in any way whatsoever. So why do it? You know, yeah. send them statistics on, on the market. Send them what oil prices are doing or, or what's happening in the economy or these kinds of things that are relevant to them that can yeah. help them make proper decisions, right? So your focus, so your focus on content personally that you find works is content that is more business focused versus yeah. versus the versus the bean salad. Like I know I know that we have some realtors that are um, you know religiously do their Thanksgiving recipes or something, but they've done it for a very long time. They're their own recipes and it's it's kind of that connection based, but it's sure. less business focused. But you find that the business focused stuff works very well. Yeah, I mean my newsletter has a bit of a mix typically. Um, so I do a lot of the statistics, what's going on in the marketplace, yep. that kind of a synopsis. But I also put in there links to what's going around in Calgary, like what are the events, what are things that are happening, nice. where can you take your kids, you know, that so kind of thing. So some good lifestyle stuff. Yeah, so it, it, it's a resource for them, right. right? So they look forward to getting the newsletter every month, and, and when they get it, they can click on the links and see, you know, what's going on. So um, it's, it's pretty cool, yeah. It's great. It works well. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So uh, from, the, from an individual standpoint, so you do that month over yeah. month, what are a few more things that you do for, and I'm going to qualify that question. Some people will say they have their A client list, their B client list, their C client list, and how they reach out or the things they do are kind of dependent because they can't do for 400 what they might be able to do for 80. Do you distinguish between any of that or do you kind of? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I feel that you, there's no way you can potentially stay 100% in contact with a really large group of people. And I think you hit on the head. I think like around 80 to 100 is, is pretty much the max any one person can really do well. Call it like your A-list. Yeah, but I try, and, I, I try and reach out more by doing things that, um, that you know, entice me to do it. So like one example is um, one of the things I do, I play a game when I'm in the car, when I'm driving between appointments, is what I'll do is I'll take my phone I'll go to contacts and I'll spin it. And then I, I call it like phone roulette. Yeah. And I hit it. And whoever it lands on, I call right there. No matter what. No matter what. I call them and I just say, hey, it's Mike. I was thinking about you. You know, what are you up to? What's, what's new in life? You know, Do you I ever start... get somebody so random and you're like, oh gosh. And they're just like, wow, Mike, like, thanks for calling. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the funny, like sometimes I'll get people that I call often. So if I, if I hit, some, hit one of those, then I just spin it again. Because, you know, if I'm already in contact with yeah. somebody, it doesn't work really well. I use a, a really good CRM system as well that helps remind me to stay in contact with people. So if I'm not staying in contact with a specific contact, it will, uh, it will highlight them red and it will show that, hey, you, you should be contacting this can you, person. Can you share what you're using? Yeah, I use Contactually. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. which I really like. I mean, I've heard great things about Contactually. Yeah, yeah. it's good. They actually have a real estate uh, uh, insert that you can buy as well, part yeah. of that package that, that allows you to do different things. They're a preferred it's, vendor with Leading RE as well. Oh, are so they? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I quite like them. Um, I've been through uh, quite a few different uh, CRMs over the years. And I think that you know the, the thing that you hear a lot is the best CRM is the one that you use. Yeah. 
and that, that really is true, um, you know, because there's definitely cheaper options out there. Totally. Yeah. But if they don't work and you're not using them, what's the point? Yeah. 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 That's great. You guys also do a, a client, some client events. Correct. Yeah, that's that right? correct. Yeah, yeah. So every uh, every year, Dick and I we hold a, uh, a client appreciation Christmas party uh, in support of Meals on Wheels. So we do it right at the facility, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And a lot of people come, and we have food. And uh, Dick's wife Elaine, she sings, and uh, it's, oh, it's, awesome. it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it really huh. is. So that's yeah, great. We have a lot of fun with it. I love events that let other people have the opportunity to feel good about themselves. Yeah. There's something about that's like you can go and you can have fun and you leave and you remember that for a minute. Yeah. But if you go and you can contribute and you feel like you have done something good, I think that that experience lives with you a little bit longer. It's true. It does. Yeah. And it, sorry. Oh, go ahead, please. I was just going to say it's a lot of fun because what happens is everyone that comes. So we have a silent auction that we do uh, in support of Meals on Wheels. So uh, a lot of our clients, they'll actually donate the items that are going oh, in, into the actual auction, right? And then so everyone's great. bidding on it. And, and it, 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 it's a lot of fun because you try and outbid each other and you make a game out of it. So yeah, yeah it's, it, it can be fun. Yeah. It's a great event. Yeah. And the clients feel like they're giving back. Like it's, it's, it's such a good thing. Big win. I mean, contribution is one of our human needs. Absolutely, um, yeah. And exactly. that's, a, that's a big thing, so. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back to a little bit of pure business. The 80-20 rule, yes. which is just something very common that people say, out of, if you had to say the most important activities that you do that achieve 80% of your results, what would you say those things are? The so vital few. Now? Now. Because it's different depending on what stage of real estate you're in. in your okay, career. let's say both stages. Take right? us through the stages. Take us through the stages. So I would say like if you're a starting realtor, okay. you should be spending 80% of your time prospecting, looking for new business. Uh, in that as well, you should be building, building sources, lead sources, right? So go with what works for you. Um, like for me now, I spend a lot of my time on internet, yeah. right? That to me is, is something that I really like to do. Yeah. Um, if you're more of a face-to-face -face person, then maybe going the door knocking route is better, right? Or going into networking and doing those kind of events or doing open houses. Whatever you do though, it's important to, to do it really well. I find that a lot of people will choose something to do or they'll follow what somebody else is doing and they don't do it very well. They just kind of are there, they're just present. I think that you have to take what you're doing and excel at it. So if you're gonna choose to spend your time somewhere, like for example, if you're gonna do internet lead generation, I, I, don't, I do a, little, a lot of the paid stuff like the Google pay-per-click yep. or the Facebook. Facebook yeah. yeah. But honestly, organic leads, I think, are better. So if you can get into uh, best practices in SEO, long chain keywords, stuff like that, and you can understand all that totally. and do it well, then do that. But try not to diversify into too many things because you won't do anything well. Like you can't be an open house, net, an open house expert and an internet lead expert right. and a door knocking expert and a FISBO expert, plus, plus, plus. Exactly. Like for me personally, I know that open houses work really well for a lot of realtors and they, they, they excel at them. I'm not that guy. I am probably the worst open house sitter really? ever. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm horrible. I'm surprised at that. No, I'm not. Because you're so personal. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, it's not that, uh, you know, I'm friendly with people and I can talk to people and all that kind of stuff, but uh, my focus is not on picking up clients there. Yeah. It's to sell the house. So yeah. I literally focus on that. If they tell me they don't like the house, then I'm done. 
<laughs> you know, I, like, oh, you, know you, you don't want to buy this house? Like, yeah, or, yeah, well, yeah. What are you doing here? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's just go to the next house. So I'm horrible at, at using it as a lead source, right? Yeah, I know you're, you're not there to get clients, you're there to sell this house. No, that's correct, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so, um, so I mean, I, I guess I'm good for the seller in that sense where, you know, I'm trying to sell the house, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely not, uh, not good at picking up business and, and utilizing it to go show them other houses or something like that. Where I know a lot right. of realtors, they do really well at that, and that's, yes. that's, the, you know, that's their thing, right? What do you feel is the biggest waste of time that you have some experience that where you said, you know, I'm going to put a ton of time and a ton of money into this, and for you personally, it did end up being worth it. Or even just your experience working with other realtors where you see where they're putting their time and money and results just don't. Again, I think it goes down to like, like mastering something. If you're not willing to, to go the distance, don't start. Oh, so right? this, is, this, is, this is a personal story, but every now and then, just for fun, and it's a Thursday night, I'm like, Lynn's like, let's go play badminton. Yes. I'm like, let's, you do what I mean? Like, why not? We have nothing else to do. We're sitting on the couch. Or we, there's no, what, you know, the tricycle center's right there. Let's just go play Batman for now. He's like, I have no intention of getting good at badminton. I'm like, I'm like, that's not the point. I'm like, can't we just go? He's like, no. He's like, I'm not going to get good at badminton. He's like, I don't even want to bother. Yeah, I was like, like, I'm not going to write no reports. Do it. I'm not going to go and like, you know, He's like, I'm not going to buy a badminton racket. I'm like, seriously? I refuse to do anything for fun. Is that you, Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, literally, like, it's not, unless I'm going to be VIP in this in the next three years. Like, okay, I will not okay. play badminton. Viewership world, it's not exactly like that. I'm. I like that. You ask him to play badminton and see what he says. <laughs> Anyways, that was, a, that was a side story. But, but, okay, but in general, if you're not willing to commit something, don't waste your time dabbling it for a few weeks. And exactly. Then, okay. like, 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 for example, when you go door knocking, you, you shouldn't just like walk up to some random doors and you know, do a tour and, and knock on the doors and say, hey, do you want to sell your house? Like, you should have market stats with you. You should have professional door knocking that you can yeah. leave on the door if they're not home. You should yeah. have all the activity, the sales activity that's happened, you should know every house that's sold and, and you know, because the neighbors are gonna, they're gonna know. Absolutely. They're gonna ask you, well, well, what did that one down the street sell for anyways? And if you sit there and say, I don't know, yeah. well, what's, you know, like you, you need to know those things. Like you have to be the expert when you're going into that community. You know, right? I, I love it because I say that, and you've, you've mentioned actually so many different varieties of prospecting. You mentioned networking, you mentioned, you know, keep in touch with your clients, you mentioned door knocking, cold calling, like all these types of things. And all of them work. They do. Um, all yeah. of them work. Open houses, they all work. It's just you need to find the best practices, the how to commit to it. And, to and yeah, and, and figure it out and do it and master that. And I Absolutely. love that because um, even the advice from Len that you got, same thing. It's like, get good at this. Like, get really, really good. That's and right. you can build a business. I know people who, you know, if they do open houses, they'll sit open houses on Thursday night, two open houses on Saturday, two open houses on Sunday. I know people that will just do nothing but door knocking, all those things, and all of them work. So people always ask me, like, what works? It's like, well, back to the database, the, the thing you do, except you gotta be prepared. You gotta be committed to mastering it, like you said, uh, in terms of like, have your, have your information ready, know what you're gonna say, make sure you have the background research. You gotta do a little bit of prep work, and then get out there and, you know, learn. Also, make sure it's something you love doing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a big thing, because that's the, the easiest way to fail, is to say, okay, well, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on cold calling but you yeah. hate every single minute of it. Well, you're, you're never gonna succeed at it. It's gonna come through on the phone, you know, that kind of a thing, right? So you gotta pick something that you really, truly love to do because then that energizes you and yeah. makes you want to go forward and do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you mentioned, you mentioned kind of being prepared and having things with you. As far as a successful, well-prepared campaign that you've run for your business from a marketing standpoint, 
What's one that's a little bit memorable to you where you're like, I did that one really good? Like a marketing campaign? Yeah, a marketing activity. Maybe it was an online thing. Maybe, maybe something for your clients. You sent out a newsletter. And it could even be a client event where it's like, you know, we sent out this one email and then we called somebody. Just something that, something that you did to generate business that had a plan, that was followed you, and executed. You, you know, one of, the, one of the best ones I probably did was I partnered with another realtor from another company, actually. Yeah. And we put together a, uh, uh, like a, a, a leaflet that we'd sent out, like a postcard, but like an oversized postcard. And we sent it all inner city communities. And so how many people approximately would you say received it? Uh, I think we did it to four or five communities. Uh, wow. I think it was like Capitol Hill, Banff Trail. Tons, yeah. of, tons of homes. Yeah, yeah. yeah but okay, yeah, but is what we did is we had it two-sided. On one side, it was uh, we were looking for, because we had a couple of builder clients of ours that were looking for product to do some infills. So on one side, we had uh, R250 by 120 lots for sale. You know, that's what we were looking. We had builders in the area looking yep. for specific lots. And we had a specific domain name for that that would go to a splash page where they could register. Mm. And on the other side of that was that we had clients looking for infills. Right. Right? So when you're hitting an inner city area, there's kind of a mix of both. Totally. So we were hitting both of them on one oh, pamphlet. Oh, it's really good. With separate domain names on either side that went to separate splash pages. So depending on what they had, they would go. And we got a ton of response from it and ended up getting several listings and several sales. And then we never did it again. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, yeah, no, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. So that's probably something we're going to do again. I had one of our, one of our no realtors. Kidding. Just to share a quick uh, side story on this one of our realtors sat in a coffee shop, put down 200 bucks at the till, her and a mortgage broker. And the thing was, they bought everybody's coffee when they came in. And the person at the till just said, hey, you know, so and so at the back bought your coffee. Here's their card. People came back, everything else, did two transactions from it. So, you know, multiply 200 by, you know, the two transactions. Yeah, they said there were a few, well, 200 bucks won't last that long. But yeah, people came back and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, it worked fantastic. Well, well how, how many times have you done this? She's like, well, just the once. Exactly. It's funny. You get busy, though, right? You yeah. get busy oh, and, totally. uh, you know, you, you kind of do yeah. things in cycles in real estate, I find, right? You know, when you get really yeah. busy, uh, then you're busy doing the, the business. And then when business starts to kind of, taper off, you start saying, well, how do I fill that pipeline again? That's right. And it, it's always that fine balance of trying to always have that pipeline full yeah. so that you're busy. But yeah. if you get too busy, you can't do that. So, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, one, our next question relates to that in terms of having that full pipeline. So, uh, and, you know, this is something Lindsay talks about a lot. So you have a database and on average, year over year, that database will shrink if you don't do anything with it. Yeah. People leave the city, people will pass away, things happen. So what are, what are something that you do and because you're great with your database, to make sure that that isn't in a state of depreciation and that you're always adding. Well, like I say, we're always doing the lead generation, right? Whether it's online or whether it's door knocking or cold calling campaigns. So and people convert into. That's right. And every time we get a lead, we put them into the database. We put them on the newsletter, these kinds of things, right? As yeah. long as they're okay with going on them. Right? Yeah. So, right. that, so that we're keeping in touch with them. Because usually when you get a lead, a lot of time, uh, especially if you're looking for a seller lead, they might not be wanting to sell for a year, two years, three years down the road. So you got to make sure that they're on some sort of a system that, that they're being followed up on, right? And to be honest, I, I do a little bit of both. Like, like I have a system where, you know, of course, we put them on the newsletter and on the internet kind of things. But then we also have a book, a binder. And I, I have them on written pieces of paper and I stick them into slots on when they want to be followed up with next so that we can flip over there. So like if it's 2019, when I go to 2019, 
I'm going to have a bunch of leads sitting there that, that I can follow up with. I love call. paper so much. You know, it's it just is. a different angle, right? Oh, you know, so that so you're not good. dropping the ball, right? Like you, you got to make sure that you're you're multifaceted, right? And some people don't even have emails when you you know, especially in older communities. If it's an older couple, they might not even have email. So how right. do you follow up with those people, right? You got to have a system in place to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. the old tickler file. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Great. yeah. Are people impressed when you call that that far in advance? Uh, well, I hope so. Not, <laughs> yeah, I bet most people don't do that. Yeah. No. Really no, neat. it's really And it's so simple. It's like these little simple systems that can be repeated are just uh, gold. Yeah, you, um, just, you just have to be diligent and, and do it, yeah. right? And, and I think that consistency is the key, like doing it daily, right? Yeah. You know, like if you can have things in your routine that you're doing every day or every week or, you know, and you're, that, that's, the, that's the key, right, is, is being consistent in what you're doing. Because so many people will start something and then, oh, this isn't working. And they go on to the next thing and then they go do the next thing. It's like farming, for example, is another great way of lead generation that a lot of people do. They'll farm a community or a specific group of people or, or yeah. these kinds of things. And it will work over time, but if you give up on it, it's not gonna work, right? right. So you just gotta commit and you gotta do it. And you just gotta you know, keep that approach, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, let's, uh, let's change the conversation for a second here. Sure. Um, that stuff is so, so valuable. Um, You've actually, this is a selfish question. Um, so you've been with a few different brokerages. I have. Um, even one with a big balloon, let's yeah. say. We won't mention any names. Um, but, you, don't, uh, you don't mean the one that's full of hot air, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that's technically true. That's technically true. Yeah, that's right, how, yeah, that's yeah, how the balloon I know, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've been there, yeah. yeah that's yeah. not a flight. It's just in <laughs> the That's a fact. That's how hot air balloons yeah. work. Yes. Um, so, so tell me, <laughs> um, tell me your experiences. Why CIR over the other brokerages? So, I mean, I, I, as you know, I started my career with CIR, yep. right? Um, I left CIR uh, on good terms, but I left for greener grasses, yeah. right? I thought that, you know, that the grass was greener somewhere else and that, you know, that there was a way of getting more business by being affiliated with a different brand behind me. Uh, I didn't find that to be true at all. Um, to be honest with you, uh, with all the other brokerages that I've been at, and I've been at three other brokerages yep. before coming back to CIR, um, I found that, that there was nothing in place there. It was just literally a shell. You know, you get, your, you get the office space and, and you get the support of the, you know, the back end staff and stuff, but there's no training. There's no, you know, there's nothing there for you really. It's, uh, and uh, I didn't find it helped my business at all. It, it, didn't, it didn't get me any more business. Yeah. All right, so I came back to CIR and I mean CIR, I mean it's easy to say what CIR has, right? I mean right. you got all the training and you got all the technology and all these kinds of things, but the biggest thing that I think that people don't realize that's here is the culture. And it's one of those things that you can't explain. You can tell people to your blue in the face that this has this culture here and that, that you know everybody's collaborative and everybody's helping and every you know your business will succeed if you come here. Yeah, yeah. But they don't get it. They don't see that, and nobody ever will until they're here and they experience it. And that, and that to me was something I really missed, not being here. And it, it took me ten years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. left for ten years. You yeah. know, you or maybe even more than time. that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, ten years. Yeah. 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 And uh, and you know, coming back to CIR was like coming home for me. It felt so right, you know. And uh, the fact that I was welcome back, and it, you know, it just seemed to really fit. And it's 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 such a great growing company that. To be honest with you, I, I don't understand why anyone's anywhere else. Oh, I appreciate I that. I really don't. Too. Yeah, geez, yeah, exactly. I know, right? You know, Testify. I love how Ninja Don from Ninja Sales Training yeah. says one thing that he says in his class is, wherever you go, there you are, which is something that I've, I've personalized and I take it in, but I think that a lot of realtors in the class, that's meaningful because 
wherever you go, the business practice that you bring and the commitment and how hard you're willing to work, all of that follows you wherever it is that you're going to Absolutely. go. Absolutely. And there's so many people who leave or even who come to CIR for whatever reason, but no matter what on your underneath, it's still you that's going to be deciding your fate Absolutely. in some way. So yeah. to go somewhere to say, if I go here, it means this. It's like, well, if you go here and you decide to start doing these five things, even for people who come to CIR, we, can, we have everything in the world. But if you are you and you come here and your attitude is, I'm not going to take advantage of this and I'm not going to put in the work and I'm not going to go to the classes, you know, your personality is still going to dictate regardless of, of what you're underneath. So, Absolutely. I mean, you've been successful also regardless of where you've been because you are you and you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to put in the effort. Honestly, that's the thing. You just put in the work. Yeah. You know, if somebody's willing to put in the work, they're going to succeed. And uh, kind of going back to what the number one thing you can do for repeat and referral business, which is kind of what you guys have been, you know, the theme has mm -hmm. been and what you guys have been asking the whole time. All of these systems and all of these ideas and all these things are great and they'll help. But the number one thing you can do to get a repeat and referral business is when you have a listing, promote it to the nines. When you have a buyer, go way out of the way. Do whatever you can to make that client ecstatic with what you're doing. If you can get to that level, it's all gonna fall into place because everybody watches what you're doing. They all see it via Facebook, via totally. everything, right? Totally. So if you're going through and do, taking on a listing and you're using your iPhone and you're snapping photos and they come out horrible and you're popping that up there, all your database is seeing that. Yeah. And they're, why would they refer you? They don't trust, yeah. what, they don't trust what you're going to do for the person they're referring. So if you can take it to a level, like for, for a majority of all of our, our uh, listings, I do aerial photos. I get a drone up there. Unless it's, you know, back onto something horrible. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> you know, yeah. right? But, it, but, you know, you, you put that up. You, you, you get a professional photographer, professional measurements. Everything's done to a degree that when somebody sees it, they go, wow. Yeah. That's really well done. Now they have, you've just taken away their objection completely of whether or not to use you again or whether or not to refer you. Yeah. That's the number one totally. thing you can do, honestly. One of the things that I, when I speak to people about, you know, whether they're using professional feature sheets or they're using professional photography, all of that, you know, whether they have taken uh, their headshot for our website using their iPhone or if they actually taken the time to go somewhere and get something that, there's one thing, even for buyers and for sellers, you want to do your best by them, but at the same time, let's say you didn't. Do the best by yourself. Absolutely, yeah. And that's just it. Everything you do for somebody else is 100% of a ref of reflection of who you are as a realtor. It's true. Yeah, if you can't even promote yourself, how are you going to promote the listing? This yeah, is, yeah. This, right? this is just it. Yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah. Have, to you have to take that as, the, you know, this is, this is my quality of work. This feature sheet is my quality of work. These professional phot photographies or photos are my quality of work. That's right. You should always be trying to, trying to outdo yourself. Exactly. Right? Everything you do, you should look at how, how can I improve on this? How can I make this better? Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. If you're improving on something, uh, actually, the, you know where I got that from? There was, uh, so you, you, you probably know Tony Robbins, Anthony yeah, Robbins. One of, the, one of the courses I went on with him, uh, he had this, this, uh, this saying, and he called it Canai, C-A-N-I. It's on his wrist. <laughs> Literally yeah. tattooed. Is it really? That's hilarious. Wow. 
Yeah. Got it. <laughs> there you go. Constant and never-ending improvement. You got it. And, and you know what? That's the thing. If you can consistently do that every single day, I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Compound Effect, same yep. idea. Yep. You know, if, if, you're, if you're always compounding on what you're doing, it, it, it naturally grows, right? So that you're not having to come up with... The next five it, best yeah. things. Like, like for us to sit here and talk about like, oh, well, what, how do you stay in contact with the database? How do you get repeat and referral business? Well, I'd use this program and this program yep. and this program. That's all just fluff. Yep. I mean, it's, it's honestly a little bit meaningless. Like I, we can sit here and talk about it, but really is what you got to be doing is always improving to the point where your services, it speaks for itself and people naturally come. Like build it, if you build it, they will come, right? Yep. You know, that kind of a, a mentality. And if you never take a time to, and you don't yeah. take a time to step back and say, okay, how am I going to improve this now? I mean, people yeah. have been running through the same thing over and over, and they never ever take time. We to step have back. Well, we have one of our realtors. I'm I'm going to name drop him. He'll probably hate him, but Blake Patrick, oh. who is he's one of those people where I'll sit beside him. And the reason Blake will never come on one of these meetings is because I'll say, Blake, what do you do? I, I don't send newsletters. I don't send thank you cards. Yeah, I, I'm exactly. like, I, <laughs> so, so the reason Blake Patrick's <laughs> never been on one of these is, well, well, Blake, what do you do? And literally, he says, I do such a good job. Of every tra he's like everything I do I put my heart and soul and all my time into the transaction that it's just it, it's it speaks for itself like there's just yeah. there's and he's like and it's so referable because his quality of service in his business is so unreal yeah um, that people it, trust him it, it people speak, trust him the, the yeah. work speaks for itself a little bit so there, there's something there's something to that too absolutely yeah in terms yeah. of that just defining yourself by the complete excellence that you put into your work. That's right. You got to focus on the relationship with your clients. If you focus yeah. on relationship first, it naturally is going to always expand, right? If you're focused on the transaction and you're focused on the commission, people see right through that, yep. right? You should always be looking at how can I benefit this person? How can, how can this relationship grow? How can I make them want to use me again and refer me? If, if you're going to do something that's going to destroy the relationship, I mean, that's how many years worth of referrals that, that you just killed, right? Totally. Yeah. Okay, so at risk of repeating yourself with a few different things here, a two-part question uh, to finish us off here. We have, um, if you were to give some advice um, to an experienced person who is doing, you know, maybe 10 ends, they want to do 30 ends, um, what advice would you give them? And then what advice would you give someone um, who's new or looking to drum up business to get started. So the experienced person looking to ramp their business up, take it to the next level, and you also have it where the new person looking to get started. So like for an experienced realtor, I would look at new avenues. So if you have already a few different pipelines that are coming, I don't know, different sources of, of you know, whether that's your, your client, current client base or maybe you work with a couple inner city builders or something like that, I would look to expand on that. So maybe you're going to go out and get more builders or maybe you're going to go and look at a different avenue completely to help bring another pipeline into your business so that you're, you're, you're creating more flow. Um, if you're a new agent, you got to just start somewhere and pick something and go for it. You know, I wouldn't pick multiple things. That's when you start dropping the ball. Yep. I would say, listen, I really you like... Have so much money. You only have so much money. Yeah, too. that's right. Exactly. So you might want to pick something that's not like, hey, I'm going to do Facebook ad generation, you know, because you're gonna you're gonna blow your budget on, on ads and, and it might not convert the way you want it to, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you might want to pick. Hey, I'm really good at open houses, for example. So I am gonna open house every single weekend or every single day. I'm yep. gonna, that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna focus on it. But I'm not just gonna open house. I'm not just gonna sit there. 
I am going to be the best open house guy there is. When yeah. somebody walks in that open house, I'm going to have all the community information specific to the community. I'm going to know all the actives, all the souls inside and out. I'm going to be able to tell them about the one down the street. I'm going to tell them all this. I'm going to know everything. I'm going to be the expert so that if they're looking to buy in that area, they're going to want to come to me as a resource because I'm the one that's going to be the best source of information for them. I love it. Yeah. It's good advice. It's great advice. Yeah. Great it's great advice. advice. Mike, yeah. thank you so much for coming in and sharing that with us. Absolutely. No, I appreciate you guys having me in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. We want to uh, thank, obviously, Craft Beer Market for giving us this great space to uh, record this in and remind you guys to uh, check out agentpursuit.com um, as well as follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Yeah, lots of great content, including um, more interviews like this. So just great, hopefully a lot of business development tools because there's nothing more important than people who are great at a job teaching other people how to be great at a job. Yeah, absolutely. Just organic person-to-person yeah. -person stuff over here. So thank you, Mike. Mike, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Thank awesome. you. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Yeah.